Hey everybody, welcome back to our wall podcast. Um, I'm here with Sam. Hello. Um, and Ariana. Um, and we are going to talk about some uh, school topics, some soccer topics, some family topics, um, and see where it goes from there. So um, we are classmates with Ariana as well in the Wallfellows program. And so we're recruiting a lot of our <laughs> friends to get all of their, their smarts onto our podcast. So Sam, if you want to start us off with a question... Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Ariana, I know there's a couple, um, a couple of us that deal with sports mm-hmm. and wildfellas. Ariana is a soccer player at Coastal Carolina, um, but for me, like, I don't even, I don't need to play. <laughs> so I'm just like, I, 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 it's almost like another job. How do you deal with, you know, playing a sport and being? Uh, a wall fellow and mm-hmm. doing all the other things you do on campus. I honestly just had this conversation last night at dinner because one of my athletic friends on the tennis team, he was like, I don't understand how you do wall fellow school and soccer. And I think back and I'm just like, what do I do? Like, I'm, I literally wake up. I Sometimes I go to wall fellows first or practice first. And then I go back to class, back to practice. So definitely it takes a lot of time out of my day. Absolutely. It's it's made me have a lot better like time management skills because at first when I was just an athlete, I was like, oh, I do not have any free time. But then school and wall fellows, you're like, okay, I did have free time, but now I really don't have free time. <laughs> so just being able to like manage your time and you have to block out a time to like have social activities because if I just did soccer wall fellow school, I'd go crazy. So every Wednesday I do hip hop cardio with my teammates. Yes. I don't care what I have going on. 8 p.m. on Wednesday, I'll be at hip hop cardio. <laughs> How was that? It's so exciting. It's so much fun. I mean, I don't really have a lot of rhythm, <laughs> but I guarantee you in a year I'll be a backup dancer for Beyonce. Hey, yeah. <laughs> we'll have the joiners in. You have to. I will not be a backup I will, dancer. I will come if y'all come to Sunrise Yoga. All oh, right, I, I'll make that deal. Yes, I will right. do it. I will do it. That's a deal. I love I love yoga, actually. I do yoga mm-hmm. at, um, at home. I do deep stretch yoga, and it's mm-hmm. like you get in this room, and it's 105 degrees or whatever it is, you know, 100 degrees, feels like it's 200. Yeah. And you sweat, and you're so <laughs> uncomfortable, uh-huh. but so relaxed at the same time. I do not understand what it is. Um, do you ever have those moments where you're lifting in soccer or anything like that? Yeah, I honestly, a runner's high. I don't know if you've ever had a runner's oh, yeah. high. Oh, yeah, definitely. But I love, like, I hate the leading up to the runner's high. But once you get it, you're just going. You don't even, you're not even thinking about running. And I just love it because I'm just, like, thinking, like, wow, all right. It's life, you know? And you're just thinking about, like, random things, family, school. And the next thing you know, like, you're maxing out on your run. And then, so, yeah, for me, that's probably the best. I have tried yoga. I just get so tired, like downward dog or upward oh, dog, whatever yeah. it's called. <laughs> I get so tired, so I always stop. Like whenever we do the yoga classes, I'm the one kid lying down on the uh, flat on the mat. <laughs> so we did. Um, there's a restoration class here at Coastal now. Mm-hmm. Um, it just started, and it's the Sunrise Yoga instructor, and he's uh, we love him. Mm-hmm. Um, his name's Alex, and he started this restoration class, and a lot of the athletes actually go to it. It's okay. like packed, like 30 plus people, which is wow. Pretty crazy for a group class at Coastal. Um, A lot of the soccer players and track Mm -hmm. players go. Um, And so basically what we do is deep stretch. Okay. um, And then, like, postures where we'll, like, use props, like, on the back Mm -hmm. or, like, on, you know, the shoulders and just, like, lay there on the props and it, like, releases it. And yesterday we actually did um, a shavasana, so, like, a rest Mm -hmm. for the entire hour. And we did this thing where 
uh, Alex would say, all right, focus on this part of your body. And we went through, like, the whole part of the body. Mm -hmm. And I, like, what you're explaining, the Uh runner side, that's what it felt like afterwards. I was like, I am weightless. Yeah. I am just here. (laughs) Yeah. That's cool. I love that stuff, though. It's just, like... I um I don't know if you guys do you guys meditate? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you meditate not, as well? Not all the time. Yeah, not but religiously, but yeah. I try to. So what I do is I take ten minutes out of my day. I actually have uh the calm app. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um I actually sponsor bought the us. Yes, calm <laughs> sponsor us, please. <laughs> no, I'm saying but uh I got the seventy dollar full mm-hmm. version okay. um for for a year. And I just take 10 minutes and there is like a, like a level where you talked about with the Shavasana where it's, if you get deep enough into a meditation, just for, just even for 10 minutes, you are restored throughout a full day. Cause you're sitting there in a chair and for me, um, the comfortable spot for me is, I'll have to explain it cause I can't show on a podcast mm-hmm. is my fingertips touching each other and mm-hmm. everything else just relax, sitting upward, um, but it's just breaking through that barrier where it's like you're not even sitting in a room at that point. Yeah. You are just like on a whole different dimension. Uh-huh. So I think I think meditation and yoga and working out, like you said, the runner's high is almost like a it's a release of endorphins and yeah. helps you out a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and moving off of the school for a bit, um, I know you have an older brother. Mm-hmm. What has that been like growing up oh with an older God. brother? Has that influenced some of your, you know, drive to be an athlete or drive yeah, to do certain things? Like, how has that been? My whole life, I just wanted to be better than him. <laughs> I know he's going to listen to this, but everything I did, I was like, I need to be better than Jason. It was always a competition, but it was fun competition. Like, we love each other. Like, it's not like, I'm the better sibling. Um, when we were younger... We were playing football inside the house. So I was five, maybe. So he was seven. I broke his ribs. And he oh hates me. He hates me when I tell that story because I literally threw him into the window seal and I cracked his ribs. Oh so my. I hold that against him all the time because I was like, yeah, when I was, I'm your younger sister and I broke your ribs. But other than that, so like we'll train together in the summers because he went to school for football. But you know, football is different running than soccer. Yeah. So like he'll beat me on the sprints. But like if we're doing a mile or anything, I'm winning that. Oh, you're gonna laugh. (laughs) Yeah. So that's so much fun just knowing like, huh, I did better than you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where do you play football? He played at Bridgewater um, in Virginia, Harrisonburg. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. So athletic genes. Athletic. I know. My, and my dad ran track at Miami of Ohio. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so even he was competitive with us. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And he, if, you guys think, if you guys think you guys can run, then oh your dad God. comes about and just, like, and just goes, yeah, ha, ha, he okay. Would, he would lead our, like, summer trainings. So he would, like, you know, I have terrible form. Like, I don't know, like, when you guys went to my game, but my form is so bad. He would put me on the line and just have me pump my arms until he was satisfied. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> That's... That the things funny. our parents do and uh-huh. tell us about too. My mom ran track, and so mm-hmm. I didn't never run track. I ran cross country, so completely different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she loved track, and she, um, when she would train, my grandfather, her father, would tell her to chug a whole thing of honey, like wow. like the little bears of mm-hmm. honey. Wow, she wait. would chug it before. <laughs> I'm, I swear, she would chug the whole thing before meets or before practice, mainly meets, uh-huh. and. She said it was the best 
like energy high ever that I can't imagine how many calories that was and then my grandfather would run beside her on the track like around the track and like that's how she ran and she didn't do it in college she did in high school but that was like her thing the jar the the full (laughs) jar of honey Uh oh like that's disgusting (laughs) but everybody has their thing you know whether it's a competition with your brother or a thing of honey like (laughs) oh Mm. goodness how does that uh how does that competitive nature for you like lead into you know the classroom or just everyday life too oh it's it's so bad i want to like i want to compete against everybody but like i don't necessarily say it but in my head i'm like i'm gonna win or i'm gonna get a better grade than you so i mean oh, yeah i guess it's like helps me maintain my gpa but i mean i feel like not everything needs to be a competition but that's just <laughs> how that's just how i was built everything's a competition mm-hmm. so i definitely need to take a step back but yeah I also okay. think that with Wall Fellows that we that we push each other. It's like mm-hmm. to the point where it's like, you know, Brian and I have a bet going on right now. Yeah. And it's like who's gonna the get paper. The, the paper. Yeah. It's like, all right, yeah, either I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna pay for your lunch or you're gonna pay for mine. Exactly. Just you know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. and I guarantee you those will be the one some of the best papers that mm-hmm. we will turn in just just because yeah. of that. Oh, yeah. Well too and it's I my favorite kind of competition is with the people closest with me because yeah. it's like this mutual like I'm going to do it. I know you're going to do it. Yeah. And so we're both going to get better while we're doing it, but yeah. I'm still going to beat you. You know, yeah. it's just this <laughs> this like fun like just snicker and just like oh, I love it cuz I have two younger brothers, so it's okay. a little it's yeah. completely different, but still like they were hard on me mm-hmm. and I I had to kind of like prove myself <laughs> as the only girl, you know. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I have. I'm an older sibling of mm. a girl. Oh, and we have all the dynamics. In yeah. <laughs> so my little sister, she's 15 now, which is interesting. That's an interesting age. Is it just the age? I was terrible when I was 15. Like, sorry to my parents. Like, I look back and I was like, I was a devil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so bad. Allie, were you like that? <laughs> I 15. No, I wasn't like that at 15. I would say. I don't know. I don't remember the phase. It wasn't like I, I did bad stuff. Yeah. I was just attitude oh, all the time. You know oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> attitude hit 17. Okay. Year 17 was pretty attitude for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I mean, I yeah, think that's like a growing pain though. Cause yeah. when you, cause like if I look back at like 15, that was, you know, six years ago, I, I had all the answers. Yeah. I didn't know how stupid <laughs> I was though. I think you know an answer. Yeah. That's when you sh- you shut yourself off. Yeah, never again. Yeah. Never underestimate how wrong you can be. Yeah. We've talked about that before. Um, but yeah, for my parents, it was weird though because like I was a really good child. Like I did everything they asked for. I just did it with the worst attitude. So like then you like I'm thinking my mom's like I hope you have a daughter that's just like you. But I'm like I did I didn't do anything bad, but like I don't know if I can handle the attitude. Like you have to balance. Would you rather your kid do bad stuff or have a terrible mm-hmm. attitude? That's a good question. The question of delivery. Yeah. Yeah, because if you get stuff done, but do it in a way that (laughs) makes people mad, you know? That's an interesting question, though. I don't know which one, which kid I'd rather, which version. Yeah. I don't think I could handle. Probably your version. I don't know if I could handle myself. Because I think, and I'm just like, I would literally slap myself. If I was my mom, I would slap myself. (laughs) At that age or now? Uh, I'm not that bad now. So definitely at that age. Yeah, Yeah. honestly. (laughs) No, no, Ariana's very, like, calm and listens first, too. Like, I've noticed that about you. You listen first, and yeah. then 
and then like input yeah, whatever I, you have to say. A lot of people don't know this, but I'm actually an introvert, so like I'm not gonna jump to answer a question. I'm gonna like take it in, and I'm gonna like answer in my head first, and then if people haven't already said what I was thinking, then I'll say it. Yeah, but yeah. just just to back it, just to throw <laughs> the two cents in at the end. Yeah. I will say that Ariana's facial expressions oh. when you talk to her, <laughs> like you, <laughs> for anybody listening, you can, you know what Ariana's thinking immediately just mm-hmm. by her facial expressions. I get in trouble at practice in the weight room with my family, the wall fellows. I get in trouble everywhere with my facial expressions. Well, I mean, <laughs> like what? Give us an example. Okay, well, if one, if like I'm already annoyed. And, like, so, like, practice. Like, if I'm annoyed and people are screaming at me in my face, you know I'm not listening. You know, like, I'm just like, okay, like, I'm going to let you finish screaming, but I'm not paying attention. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I've been talked to so many times about that. And then my mom, like, if she's, like, getting mad at me, like, you can read that I don't care what you're, like, saying. Yeah. Or, like, more, like, school-related. If I'm talking to someone who I think, like, this conversation's a waste of my time. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst one. That is the worst one. Because yeah. then I feel bad because I'm like, crap, can they tell that I'm, like, not... Like, they're with them speaking? The answer is yes, they yeah. can. <laughs> Something I definitely have to work on. <laughs> <laughs> We're always making improvements here. Yes. No, I feel that. Um, I have that, too, though. I've, yeah. And Allie has called me out about that before, too, where it's like, Allie was like, I, I forget what it was, but she was like, that just, like, really annoyed you. And I was like, how did you know? Yeah, well, you called me out the other day when we were doing something Wallfellas related. You said you looked at me across the table, and you could instantly tell that I was not having it. Yeah. <laughs> That's bad. Yeah, well, I mean, well and sometimes it takes that because we get in our own headspace. Mm-hmm. And it's like, genuinely, I don't want to hear this right now. Yeah. But sometimes we can we can hide it a little bit because <laughs> I do the same thing. We can just hide yeah. it a little bit better. Yeah. Um, but, Allie, you do a good job of that. You've always, like... And no matter any conversation we've had, um, good, bad, I mean, even if we're, even if we're getting in, into, you know, talking to with Mm -hmm. projects or anything we've done, Mm -hmm. is you stay, you remain Mm -hmm. calm on the surface level. And I'm like, why can't I I do that? (laughs) Thank you. It's taken practice for sure. Meditation, all these things though help, Mm -hmm. you know, like the little things, but I'm, I, there's a line in Little Women. Have y'all seen yes. that, the new movie? Uh-huh. I have not. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. We can talk about that next. But um, so Marmy, the mom, she's having a conversation with Joe after Joe um, and Amy were on the ice, and Amy falls okay. in, mm-hmm. and she says to her as she's looking at Amy because she yelled at her and she's regretting it. She was like, "How do you stay so calm all the time?" Mm-hmm. Joe was saying this to Marmy, and Marmy was like. I'm angry every day of my life. I've just mm-hmm. learned to not let it get the best of me. And I was like, that is so true. Yeah. Because it is how we manage what we're given. You know, yeah. whether it's... Because I'm, I mean, by nature, like, I get frustrated. I'm, like, angry. Yeah. Like, why? I mean, like, especially at social issues and just mm-hmm. things that I are out of my control, out of my circle of influence. So, it's just, like, frustrating. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah Good movie. That also goes along the point where it's like, I've said this before, I actually don't know if I talked about it on here, is is the intellectual decisions versus emotional decisions, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So emotional decisions are super easy to make. Like you can get pissed off mm-hmm. and like you can really not like something and you can just completely snap. It's like, it's like every single person, no matter who you are in life, has said something or done something yeah. and then 20 seconds later go, why did I do that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nerves. Why did I do that? 
But if you just take, you know, 30 seconds, not even 30 seconds, if you take 10 seconds, just analyze the issue. What's going on? How can I not get flustered? And then how can I move forward? I mean, it's, it's an intellectual-based decision, decision rather than an emotional decision. Yeah, yeah I agree as well. Um, and one thing, like we mentioned, like the, the hip-hop, the dance, you know, the, <laughs> yeah. the yoga, these things help with that because they help stabilize us with all these other things that are going on in our brains and in our lives and on our schedules. But what are some interests that you have or, like, hobbies, like music or, I mean – interest in general like to give whoever's listening like a better feel for like the you aside from sports and school and soccer Uh well one thing um what a lot of my friends know but like people on the outside wouldn't know is I literally want to become Beyonce (laughs) and it's an ego issue too because sometimes I'll be like I really think I'm Beyonce and I'm just like look in the mirror you're not Beyonce like relax Yeah, so I love her, and then also... But why? Um, like, why, why her? She's, yeah. like, taken over the world, and, like, she's... I mean, I don't know her, but, like, she's genuinely a good person. Yeah. Like, it's not someone who's, like, all about the money and just has taken over the world. Like, she's Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That. That. And I also love Rihanna, but my whole childhood was One Direction. I li- when Zayn Malik... I can... March 25th, okay? I was in... I was supposed to be taking... Are you kidding me? I know this... <laughs> Right. Okay. So Zane, he left the he left the band while we were in school. I was in high school. I learned that he was leaving the band during a passing period. So I was supposed to be taking a math test the next period, and I was like, I I missed the actual math test. I was away for soccer, so I was taking it by myself in the hallway. I failed the math test. I don't. Sorry, parents. I don't know if they know this, but <laughs> I literally failed the math test because all I could think about was Zane. That's when I knew I had an issue. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> Oh my goodness, does the song um, History make you cry? Oh, absolutely, because they lied about the hiatus. Yes, <laughs> yes. I, I, oh, I tear up when I, when I listen to that, yeah. and I go back and listen to it now, and it's hard sometimes. Yeah. It's just like going back and watching Hannah Montana is hard exactly. sometimes. Like, those are memories. It was, that was my life. Yes, <laughs> and now I think about Miley Cyrus, and mm-hmm. that's a whole nother series of things to talk about, but yeah. um, yes. So that's probably like the most I love that. don't really know about me is that. Huge One Direction fan. Yeah. Do you still listen to One Direction? Oh, every day. Every day. Nah. <laughs> Do you listen uh-huh. to them separately now as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Louis' album just came out yes. today. <laughs> I was going to ask about oh, that. Yeah. I saw it pop up on my mm-hmm. Spotify. I haven't listened to all the songs, but probably 90% of them. Okay, which yeah. do you recommend? Um, it's called Walls and Two of Us. Okay. I believe it's Two of Us. It's something two in the title. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. it. Check that out. I we probably won't. Music a little bit with Anaya last uh-huh. week. Um, and she um, introduced us to what was it? Neo, Neo. Ja- oh gosh, I'm sorry. Oh my Anaya. goodness, I'm sorry, I have the Anaya. notes. I have my... the notes too. You'll have to go and listen to that podcast. It's, it's in the description as well. But new genres of music. Speaking about um, like music, do you guys know the Dave Matthews Band? Yes. You want to know something? What? My uncle was in the band. Shut up. 100%. He's not alive anymore. When he was alive, um, he was a saxophonist. What? Uh-huh. Wait, so... <laughs> all right, quick shout-out, Mr. Sullivan at Central Catholic High School. Uh, my parents will make them listen to this, but my... my um, he's actually the president of my school at the time, but at, still at the mm-hmm. time. What, what the hell am I saying? Um, he is, like, the biggest Dave Matthews really? fan ever. So what's your uncle's... Leroy Moore. 
Leroy Moore uh-huh. is a saxophonist. Yes. Okay, cool. That is awesome. You're just full of fun facts. Literally. One Direction and Dave Matthews Band. That is so cool. Yeah. I also love country, so there's no mm. real genre to me. But mm. What do you listen to for country? Um, Head Over Boots. I don't remember his mm. name. John, John Party? Yeah, him. John Party is the man. Are you going to be here this summer? This is off topic a um, little bit. <laughs> I, I, I don't know yet. Yeah. Okay. Do you have um, like aspirations for... Actually, let me back up. Summer is this this abstract thing to me. Mm-hmm. It always has been. It's always been like since I've lived at the beach, everyone, not everyone, but mm-hmm. a lot of people turn into this new person because it's beach, Yeah. go home, hang out, go work, beach. You know, it's like this cycle. And so for me, summer's always been strange. And so now that we do internships, I'm yeah. like, I can go anywhere. I can do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is like your idea of summer? Like what would be your ideal summer? Traveling everywhere. As you know, yeah. I'm a travel buddy. Yes. I love to travel. The islands in Europe are like the best places ever. That's sweet. I'm actually excited to go to Europe for the first oh my God, time. I hate flying. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, I hate flying. <laughs> I'm going to have so much fun. I'm going to freak out. I can, no, I'm going to have fun on the airport or airplane waiting to see your reaction. Yeah. No, I'll be fine. I'm just going to get, I'm just get, going to get really quiet. Mm-hmm. I don't even know why I'm acting tough right now. Everyone who's been on a plane with me knows that I freak out with the slightest. <laughs> you hate it. I hate it. The funniest thing, my little sister. Oh my gosh, we were young, younger. My mom and I were sitting in the back mm-hmm. of the plane and my dad and my little sister were like in the front of the plane. I don't even know if my parents remember this actually. This was hilarious to me and I actually still remember this. Like, So she's a singer and she was mm-hmm. singing in the front of the plane or whatever, but we were flying back and we hit some turbulence. Mm-hmm. And keep in mind that I'm at least 10 rows back yeah. from my little sister. Yeah. And she was really young. So there's a turbulence, a jolt. Yeah. And all I heard is, we're going down <laughs> from my little sister. Oh I, my and all oh my, I, I hope my parents remember this because it was so small, but it was so funny to me. Yeah. But like, that was horrifying. <laughs> yeah, your little sister saying, we're, we're going We're going down. <laughs> Well, the last um, plane that I was on was for coming back from Thanksgiving, and my teammate happened to be flying with me, and the flight attendants literally started screaming at everyone to buckle up, and, like, for this guy to sit down who wasn't, he was still standing, and I'm just like, that's not something you want to hear, and the next thing I know, the plane, like, shot left, and then down, and I was like, I'm kind of done with planes. (laughs) Okay, so a similar thing, travel travel buddy Uh story here. On the way back from Europe this past summer, I went with my brother. Mm And we were flying from London to Myrtle Beach, mm-hmm. I believe. And it's a hell of a flight. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a long flight. Yeah. And so we, I mean, it was like nine hours. So we're all tired. We have like one and a half hours left. You know, the last round of food has come through, and the seatbelt sign goes on, and we're all like, okay, you know, about we're about to go down, yeah. like because we're supposed to go down. <laughs> And then we hit this little pocket of air, and we're like, okay, that's fine, you know. And then all the flight attendants are like, all right, everybody, please, you know, make sure you're in your seat. We're about to start descending. Mm -hmm. And then we drop. I don't know how much we dropped, but we dropped enough to where the shoes hit the ceiling, and the coffee, like, cups 
were like sprayed yeah no. like everywhere shut up and oh the gosh. little girl like the the shoes and it's interesting i don't know how this works we'll have to ask zach and cage <laughs> but how it works when you you drop in the air because the shoes were like three rows like where they shouldn't have been so i don't know how that works well it's like when you're moving yeah forward, forward and then down at that speed but yet we're inside in it's inertia yeah, it, that's an interesting thing, but that was scary to me. I was, oh, yeah, I really wanted to get it down. I'm scared with the little turbulence. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's horrible. I, you know what it is to me. I fly, I fly Spirit Airlines. Spirit Airlines sponsor us. It's also the worst airline ever. Just give us our money back <laughs> if we miss our flight. Yeah, Please. Spirit Airlines. Like honestly, I. The reason I hate flights is because I only fly Spirit Airlines. <laughs> so. um Spirit Airlines, you could literally sit like shotgun with the pilot if you wanted to. It's it's weird, but I've noticed that the only time that it gets bad turbulence is when the flight attendants sit down. In my mind, everything's okay. Think back to that moment. Everything is okay when at least one flight attendant is standing up. But when you're about to hit really bad turbulence, you see you see the flight attendant sit down, and then you know. Yeah. Tell us a funny story from your soccer experience at Coastal. Oh, too many, because I'm so clumsy. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> In this one game, I didn't think it was that bad until my coach sent me the film. But this one game, I went up for, like, a header, completely tripped, tried to get back up, tripped again. Oh. And it's on film. And then every practice, I'm falling. And it's, it's terrible. At this point, I don't even react anymore because it genuinely makes me so mad when I fall because, like, I'm not doing it on purpose. Yeah. It's just... And then there was this one last spring. I was dribbling down the sideline. My left foot completely slipped up, and my head hit the ground, and I swear I was concussed. Oh, but, my gosh. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's... I know, because you guys don't see me fall that often because, yeah. like, we're always in the wall building. But, like, my teammates, that... I'm probably falling, like, five times a day. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Why? I, okay, I have a theory. My feet are too small for my body. What size feet do you I, I um turns on like cleat versus shoe, but six and a half to seven. Is that small? small. Well, oh, I'm this only is a ten and a half. Yeah. This is How a thirteen. Is I'm five three. <laughs> okay. Now we're now we're backstage measuring feet up against <laughs> each other. But that's my theory that yeah. my feet are just too small. They said that's not correct, but <laughs> it doesn't sound correct. Yeah, they said I'm just plain clumsy. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting playing a sport when you have clumsy tendencies yeah. for sure i one time i went up for a header i remember this and it was painful it's not it's not really funny but it kind of is and i missed it this is this is when i realized i needed contacts actually <laughs> and i missed it completely and it hit the bone like my throat bone and i like started coughing and i was like <laughs> my, no one noticed but my coach yeah. because it was like such a fast moving yeah. play and I, I like went down and I like couldn't breathe. It like it mm-hmm. hit my throat. That's how much I misjudged it from the top of my head to my throat. But I wish you found yeah. out you needed like contacts. Yeah. I'll jump and completely miss the ball and I have twenty twenty vision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, kind of also on the soccer, how has it been in a group setting with all girls? How was that? Because I mean, yeah. growing up with a brother yeah. and mm-hmm. 
Um, it's not that bad, like, during regular season. And we get a hurricane every year, as you guys know. Yes. That's when it gets bad. <laughs> yeah. Because um, last year we were away, because you guys, well, I don't know about football, but, like, everyone else gets to go home. Because we're a fall sport, we have to stay together. Mm-hmm. So we were together for the whole four weeks. Same oh. people for the, the whole four weeks, same bus, same seats. So, like, that's when everyone starts to get kind of annoyed of each other. But I think our team chemistry is, like, good enough that, like, during regular season, like, we, we want to be together. Yeah. So there's nothing like, Ugh, I don't want to go see my team today. Yeah. Even after practice, we're hanging out with each other in the locker room. We're getting a bite to eat. So I would say the only, like, negative aspect is, like, the hurricane or hurricane yeah. when we're forced to yeah, yeah definitely for all that time yeah. and you're all so involved in different things yeah. too that it's like squishing mm-hmm. you all together yeah no i i can't i can't do that i hate being like cooped up and we're sharing our rooms so like most of us have our own rooms on mm-hmm. campus so then when you go from like not ha- having a roommate to having a physical roommate for four weeks that's also a lot oh it's tough and you get thrown into it there's no mental preparation yeah. <laughs> It's like Coastal's like, okay, everybody out. Yep. <laughs> There's rain. Four hours, get out. Well, yeah, kind of. But you live, so how is... I don't ever leave. Okay, th- this, is, this is my point. <laughs> Mom and dad, listen to this one, specifically. People from other places freak out about a hurricane. Yeah. But you go to Massachusetts, and you can expect three feet of snow. People are like, whatever. Who cares? You say that down here, people will freak out. Mm-hmm. So what is your outlook on, like, hurricanes? You're like, whatever, we'll stick it out. Yeah, well, and I think it depends on exactly where you are, too, because the beach is such a broad term. Mm-hmm. Coastal's really far off the yeah. water. So if you stayed around here, it wouldn't necessarily be an issue unless the hurricane is so bad. But we also have the issue of flooding. Yeah. And I think most of it, is, it isn't about how it hits us. It's more about the flooding and being able to get in and out. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of what Coastal does is, one, to keep students safe because of they don't want to deal with the parents calling exactly. all the time. I mean, that's just a lot. But also the flooding because we have the water on one side and the flooding on the other. So mm-hmm. if you don't get out, then, You're yeah, and I live off campus. So if I lived on campus, I'd be going home probably. But I live in, you know, the north end, so I can get out and move around. So I think that's the main thing. It's just, like, the convenience of it as much as the safety part of it, especially with teams and stuff. But, Mm -hmm. but yeah. Um, Moving off topic for weather, unless y'all want to. No, I'm I'm good with weather. Um, I have a quote that I want your opinion on. Okay, go for it. Um, Because I've been thinking about this a lot recently, Uh and I want to see what you think. Um, so I read this thing and one is, there are two quotes and they're both advice, but they're completely contradictory. So one is never be the smartest person in the room. And the other one is always be the smartest person in the room. Um, that's, that's tough. I would say I have to pick one or, or just talk about it. Okay. I kind of like do a mix of both because if you go in with the knowledge saying I'm the smartest person in the room, that means you're not willing in to take in other people's thoughts or opinions. Mm-hmm. So if you go in saying I'm not the smartest person in the room, that means you're willing, like I'm willing to listen to what you have to say, which could change my like opinion or my mm-hmm. thought, which we might be able to find like a different, if we're trying to figure something out, it could be like a different conclusion than mm-hmm. me just being like, I'm right, you're wrong, that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's kind of mine because like, I don't want to go into a room and be like, I'm smarter than you all. Like, and I don't care what you have to say. I mean, that's not, people might not think that, but, like, that's how I'm perceiving it. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and I feel like if you're 
if you go in saying I'm this or always be the smartest person yeah. in the room, you're setting yourself up for disappointment as yeah. well. Exactly. But I'm a firm believer: never be the smartest person yeah. in the room, ever. Because you have so much to learn. Yeah. Still. Yeah. How are you gonna get better, at all? And just like the you know the, the hunger for knowledge. Like you can you can do anything, right? You can learn anything. You could, I could go, um, I could sit down with you, Allie, and learn about English. I could sit down with you, Ariana, and learn more about soccer. Mm-hmm. I could sit down and yeah. I could sit down people don't understand this you could sit down in a McDonald's and learn That's more about service yeah. than than you ever had before so don't ever perceive that my outlook at least mm-hmm. is that you're smarter Smart. than anything yeah. and also the people who believe that they're smartest always have something to say yeah. exactly which is like if you just shut your mouth for yeah. five seconds you might you learn, learn something yeah. yeah I agree and finding the balance is the hard part because you want to well and two I think with different settings it's Sometimes it's nice mm-hmm. letting yourself think, okay, I'm, I'm, I know a lot in this setting, mm-hmm. and I can teach other people, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, also a setting because a teacher setting. Yeah. I mean, but at the same time, the students know different things, you know, because I think knowledge is bendable in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, oh, yes, I know more than you. It's like, well, what do you know more about, you know? Yeah. And what are you more smart about? We all have areas of focus, so... I agree, but that was a good two quotes. Yeah, <laughs> made me but think. I, I like what you said though about that because going in with a more open, mm-hmm. you go in more open if you don't expect to be the smartest, smartest person. person. Yeah. Well, if you expect to be the smartest person too, then it's almost like it's an ego thing. It's yeah. like, yeah. I think the I think an ego, for me, ego and, um, what is the word? Ex- like when you expect something, when something. You think that something is just, you just deserve something. Entitled. Entitlement and ego Mm -hmm. is a cancer. Agreed. An absolute cancer. I believe that is the worst thing for anybody to have. And having that where it's like, I'm the smartest person in the room and I can teach everybody everything is is an entitlement. Mm -hmm. And it's an entitlement also where it's like, oh, I didn't get that. I really deserve that. No, you didn't. Mm -hmm. Shut up. (laughs) Keep moving right, forward. Right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Though? Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, so as we conclude, is there anything else that we didn't cover that you want our listeners to know as this package little snippet of you? Like, this is only a fraction of... Um, well, I know you wanted to talk about growing up with my dad and everything. Yeah, for sure. I mean... We can just cover that really quick. Yeah, so I mean, Ariana, Ariana comes from a government family... So one of my questions was for her is how she deals with, you know, the side of of the respect where it's this this is what I do mm-hmm. or this is and I just can't elaborate on more of that. And how how does how does that work within a family? Like how's that trust built? Um so yes, my dad does classified work. Well, he's retired now, but just growing up with him, you just like he walk into a room and you're like Okay, like, even if you didn't know what he did, you walked into the room and you knew he was, he was kind of, like, important, or he, you could, like, trust him. Yeah. And so, like, going off that, like, he doesn't need to say anything. People just know, like, okay, who's that? So I really respect that out of him. And then, even though he did do a lot of classified work, and he was, like, technically on call 24-7, he was always there for me and my brother. Yeah, of course. He, my mom also does a lot of work, so 
um, they would, like, bounce back and forth, like, who took me to tournaments. Um, he loves sports, though, so it was mostly him because he was like, no, I'm taking off. Like, I want to go see my daughter play soccer. And so, I mean, sometimes he would have to be, like, just letting you know, like, if I get a call, I got to go back to work. So, like, that's scary growing up. But the fact that he put in the effort to make sure that he came to all my soccer games, I couldn't tell you. There's, like, he drove me and my teammates to tournaments. He, like, chaperoned for them. I don't remember one single – there was one. One single game he missed, and there was only one because his or my cousin, his godson, was getting married. That's the only game he have, he's ever missed. And then for – so when me and my brother were three years apart, so there was a year where um, we were both playing college sports. Yeah. He he would drive seven hours here for one game, turn around the next morning at like 6 a.m. to drive six and a half hours to Virginia to watch my brother play. He's a, like he's a road warrior. Amazing. Yeah. So he's definitely, I love him even though he had a lot of work. He still made time for his kids and my mom too. <laughs> yeah, she's always there we too. We love her. Yeah. <laughs> we love, love Pearl. <laughs> There's a, there was, I saw this on a story on LinkedIn, actually, and it just reminded me, I forget the name, it was a CEO of a company, mm-hmm. and uh, he sent out, he sent out an email to his, his team, and he's like, hey, I need to take a do- day off, mm-hmm. because my daughter has a dance recital, and he's like, he's the CEO, yeah. he's at the top of the chain, even if he didn't show up, yeah. no one could question him. But he said, just be human, right? Exactly. So that that's cool. That's awesome for, for your dad and your mom and just building that. Like like you said, people walk in the when you walk in the room, you know, mm-hmm. you know that he can be trusted, but you don't really even no. know why, right? That's probably the most, thing I like, most important thing I've learned from him is, like, be humble. From both yeah. my parents, actually. Yeah. But, yeah, just be humble. So I yeah. thank them for that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's like coming back to the country music. Humble and kind. <laughs> exactly. Tim McGraw. Yeah, Tim McGraw. Maybe some Tim McGraw. He's a good one. I saw Tim McGraw in concert. Yeah. He's a, he's a mini human. He is. He's a very small person. Yeah, I didn't notice really? that. Yes. It's like, like a little five, um, Oompa seven, Loompa. Eight. <laughs> he's very fit, but he is not big at all. Wow. No, he's, he's tiny. He's like... Yeah, like you could maybe break his ribs. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, back to that. You're gonna Sorry, get Jason. Some, you're gonna get some trouble for that one. Definitely. Oh goodness, <laughs> listen to our podcast. <laughs> You'll learn the the family stories, mm-hmm. the insights. But um, just as a little recap, um, mm-hmm. before we sign off for this week's podcast, um, we covered time management and skills mm-hmm. as a student athlete, and also hobbies and fitting in hip hop and <laughs> all those other fun things. Um, also, the runner tie and clumsiness, which yeah. I think you know <laughs> parallel each other perfectly. Um, and then competitive nature, which I think is important in school, work, and athletics. So mm-hmm. that's really cool and an awesome quality to have. Also, that you're Beyonce, and she <laughs> Thank claimed you for your name that. first. Yes, <laughs> and One Direction, you yeah, yeah failed a math test for them. The greatest sacrifice. Yes, that's um, so ridiculous. And your, your uncle being a saxophonist, mm-hmm. which I think is how you say that, in the David Matthews Band, is that the right? Dave Matthews, Dave Matthews Band. Mm-hmm. So cool. Um, and then also that we need to travel the European islands together because I need to go as well. We do. Yes, we just have to take a little drama me before we get on the plane. <laughs> exactly. But, Wait, but thank why drama me? It knocks you out. Yeah. So you like, makes you sleep. You're not I already told you. I'm bringing some for you when we're when we go to Iceland. I got you covered. Oh uh, yeah. Make you sleep a little bit. I thought drama is like uh, doesn't make you sick. Yeah. 
But it also yeah. works if you don't like turbulence. <laughs> <laughs> Anything to help make the trip easier. Yeah. Yeah, I need something. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm talking about your Dramamine dosage later. Drug me. Yeah. <laughs> I want at the later. There's gonna be a snapshot that comes out of the Wallfellows having my legs in hands and dragging me through airports. Oh my gosh, because <laughs> you're tired. <laughs> Oh, goodness. All right. Well, thank you again for being on. Thank you um, for having me. Yes. And thank you, everyone, who is listening in. And we will see you next week or the next. See you later.